Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond. Woo-woo! A Cool Boys podcast. Uh, so you did the woo-woo yourself? Well, you didn't do it. Uh, okay. Sorry. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. And? You say, uh. You say, uh. No, I don't say uh. You say uh. Uh. So cool. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get into what's next in this bullshit. Mudslide. This fucking, this fucking bullshit. Dang. Tonight's episode is Mudslide. And Steve, it is directed by the one, the only... Eric Radomski. Yeah, your favorite. Fuck yeah, dude. And he, he, once again, on point. On point. He is so fucking good with directing of of Batman episodes and, and Batman movies, if you know what I mean. Coming up soon, Mask of the Fantasia. I'm, I'm getting excited. We're getting close. I'm getting hard. Um, the story this week is by Alan Burnett, but the teleplay is by Steve Perry. This came out on September 15th, 1993, and this week's villain is Clayface. So this was interesting. So this was, you know, production order 52, but this actually came out in the second season, so it was a holdover. It is, and it's kind of going to fuck up everything when it comes to our, like, are trying to do season one in this first batch, and then we're going to do Mask of the Phantasm, and then season two after that. It's uh-huh. totally fucked up now. But, uh, so by fuck you, Mudslide. We're, we'll just do the season by their production, I guess. But uh. So uh, Wikipedia says Clayface is falling like apart. With, uh... Literally. <laughs> Wait, are you just going to interrupt but, me about how you enjoy the episode in the middle of me trying to describe <laughs> what the episode is the audience? Okay, one second, buddy. Clayface right, is falling right. apart. Literally. His clay-like body is disintegrating. Fortunately, a scientist he knew from his movie star days is working on a remedy. However, Hagen is forced to steal money to pay for the expensive components of the remedy. That is, until one of his targets is Wayne Biomedical Labs. Dun, dun, dun! I actually have that audio effect. Hang on, I'll just play that instead. Is it over? Did you play it? I did. Did you like it? No. Fuck. (laughs) I fucked up, Steve. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm, my game is all off tonight. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I'm just like, I've been in a lot of fucking pain recently. Oh no. Uh, thanks, but yeah, I've been in a lot of pain. All right, uh-huh. and like, I am just everything is aching, everything is killing. I got into a fucking really bad accident a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and like, it is just at that point where like everything is always that dull 
throbbing pain. It fucking sucks. Sorry, man. I'm excited about this episode because I actually like um, whatever they do, these Hollywood things. I always find it fun when they do some sort of like insider story. Uh, and that's what this feels like because it's still, even though it's not really, it still has that, that feel because it comes back to, um, you know, Clayface and how totally. he's just stuck in, in being this uh, uh, leading man. He's like, and how he basically used somebody. It was, it was interesting, like, kind of the side story that was going on uh, with him and that uh, woman who was taking care of him. You're right, Steve. It is kind of fucked up what he does to, what's her name? Stella? It's a, yeah, it's a classic name, or for at least for him to scream like you know he's Marlon Brando. That was mm-hmm. pretty funny. It was it's, yeah, it's good to have end. Ron Perlman back. Awesome, I fucking love Ron Perlman. He does such a great job in this one. You can really feel like all the uh, the weight his character uh, Matt Hagen has felt since. Uh, I dude, I'm sorry, man. Like my fucking neck is really killing me right now. Did you take I'm some sorry, pills man. or what? Yeah, I got lucky fucking my doctor to give me some shit, so I can't take some stuff. But All right. It's just well, fucking, take that it's shit. killing me, man. Sorry. Let's just move on, man. You know. It's throbbing. It's just fucking throbbing. Hang on. I can easily take them and fucking hang on. You can't take this from oh alcohol? Is that what you're going to do? My fucking, that was not alcohol's water, Jesus. Are you sure? No, but it's good, like. I've been taking them like last like few weeks. It's been really fucking helpful. Like every fucking time when the pain comes on, it starts to melt away. You know, a little bit after the pills kick in, and it's fucking. It just sucks though, dude. Like seriously, it's been hell. Um, I I I really uh, uh love this episode. I love this first act. I I cannot believe how insane this first act is. It is it is like nonstop for like seven minutes. I mean, he pretty much comes in. He does the whole T two, you know, twin guards and tricks the other guard, and uh-huh. then he goes up and he throws all kinds of fucking disguises and transformations into the game, and he just it's a, it's badass. And then it just becomes this whole action scene where Clayface is fighting Batman, and he's clearly falling apart, as Wikipedia said. Oh yeah, no, and Batman basically. Uh almost died i mean i think he just lucked out by falling onto that gondola thing that was you know flying by or whatever it would seem like uh towards the end of this little uh skirmish uh is, is it this part where he where he gets kind of pushed off the the ledge by him or is that later on that's later on oh is that later on oh, okay yeah that, no no this one okay so what happens in this one is that uh uh hagen jumps out of the window oh yeah and he, like, just fucking leaps to essentially whatever would be his death. Oh, yeah, for sure. My kids watched this one back with me, and they were just, like, blown away by it. Like, this they one's were like, kind of scary. Well, it's, it's visually um, appealing, and it's visually, like, thrilling. Uh, yeah. there's, some, there's some, like, intense animation, and you, you can tell that, like, they have to, like... They can't just let the fucking Korean animators just go fucking crazy and do whatever the hell they want this time, like... Because they they're doing Clayface. I mean, and it, there is intricacy and detail involved in the way they do him. Yeah, that that towards the end of the episode when he's like suffocating Batman, that that's pretty intense. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, we can talk about that now. I, I was going to talk about that when that happened, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that's amazing animation. Like, it's fucking incredible animation. I mean, the way they use the black paper 
so they're not really like you know they're using negative space they're not even like where they're not drawing you know is what is what they're using as the actual image it's i i, I, I whatever i'm sorry that may be hard to describe visually but like it's fucking amazing the way the lightning is flashing and there's they cut in and out of like you know color black and white kind of um it is great i really like all this shit we're seeing now where like Clayface is, you know, pulling all kinds of moves. To try oh to yeah, for sure. He keeps outsmarting uh, Batman. He's so fast and he's so quick. And he, but like you do see, like all the slime left over, all this residue left over mm-hmm. during this fight sequence, and like you can tell because he's not as strong um, that he's just kind of really, you know, like not able to impact such a wallop on Batman as he was able to before. Even, but they do show that he's still able to like really like even damage property still for like even a split second like his first impact might be strong but then everything starts to like immediately become sludgy and, and muddy and whatever and clay wet clay mm-hmm. and now here he just leaps out the window to get away from Batman he just falls all the way to the fucking pavement it's fucking hardcore the um like that that was all black and white when the when the flash hit from Batman mm-hmm. from his uh from the uh his bat flash bomb or whatever. And then right there, how he cuts into the tree, but he can't cut all the way through the tree. When, like, maybe the last time we saw him in Feet of Clay, he may have been able to take down a full tree. Or whatever that was. Maybe that was a telephone pole, but, like, that wood pole. I think that this does that. Doesn't this end with, uh... Oh, no. he The woman just rescues him. Did you not watch this episode? I did. I guess I was uh, tired while watching it. It's a great episode. I really love it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It it is definitely you could tell that uh, Eric Radomski uh, did it with all the black. It's a, a really well done episode. Very cinematic. Very cinematic, and then the way he like fills in the black with like when the lights come in, and it's all of a sudden like oh, there's bricks behind Batman or whatever. But it also is just the detail like right then when like Matt Hagen gets in the car. After, like, leaning up against the dumpster and, like, you know, the woman, like you mentioned, Steve, does come in and save him. He, there's, like, the, 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 the car door closes and he, not his whole body's in. So, like, you get, like, this clay that's just outside the car that's stuck to the car. And, like, all that. Like, in every footstep, there's, like, a leftover piece of, like, chunk of clay on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's, and so it's all that renew you. Do you think Batman's just scooping it up to use later for his mask <laughs> and his disguises? It's not your thing, right? I, I believe that uh, he has his own source for it. He hasn't uh, – he's, he's not just scooping up trails of uh, cl- slugs of Clayface. He's just now making renew you all the time in uh-huh. the he's back figured out, He's figured out his own renew you. But I do like uh, how Batman, you know, when he's talking to him, he was referring to him as Hagen. And, you know, he wasn't, you know, like we said before, he's not referring to the criminals by their... That's... Okay, so you're half right. You're also half wrong. Oh, yeah? So we have brought this up in the past, and just to kind of bring everyone up to speed in case this is, you know, your first episode and you haven't heard the other episode where we discussed this. But uh, we were curious, Steve and I were curious, if um, Batman would say the villain's, you know, pseudonym, nickname, right? In this instance, Clayface... You know, or in other character situations, Two Face, Poison Ivy, the Joker, or would he commonly say their, you know, their actual Christian name? Jack Napier for the Joker, Harvey Dent for Two Face, Pamela Isley for Poison Ivy, or in this situation, Matt Hagen for Clayface. In the Batcave, while talking to Alfred and reviewing Clayface's 
molecular structure and how it's falling apart. He says, Batman and Alfred both say Clayface, which was what you, Steve, guessed was happening. You said you thought that when they weren't around the villains, uh-huh. they were saying the villains, you know, nickname, if you will. But when they are in front of the villains, he says Hagen. But I don't think with the Joker, I think he doesn't even know. No, he doesn't say Jack Napier. No, Jack Napier is only mentioned. Joker's a little bit different, and and Jack Napier is only mentioned by doctors and uh, therapists and whatnot in the show. Um, But but Batman, in in front of Clayface, says Hagen. So that's kind of what I was saying, was that I thought that maybe he was using the the name of the, you know, the original name to kind of as a form of, of rehabilitation, right? And I think we're both right. I think it absolutely is. This episode proved it. I mean, he literally says Clayface in the Batcave when he's by himself, and then in front of him, he's just like Hagen. I also wonder if he called him Clayface to his face, if Clayface would be like, dude, what the fuck, man? That is so messed up. You just call me Clayface, like, all the time when I'm not around, too? You know? Possibly. The form that they make uh, Hagen, like, when he's in his, like, plastic sheath or whatever I hate it. It's very weird. It's super cool. It's a cool body shell. I hate it. I don't know why he didn't get designed looking more badass. Also, why didn't he design himself, like, a fucking mold of a dick? (laughs) He has no dick. she designed it. Why did she design him no dick? You would think especially Stella would want him to have a dick so she could ride something. (laughs) So I like the twist on this that, I, you know, you're like, who the hell is this woman that's, that had, knows all the science behind uh, keeping Clayface alive? And uh, at first they, they kind of make it seem like she is, like, the actress or something. And you're just like, how would this actress know, you know? And then, you know, it ends Great up research. being the, yeah, the research assistant or whoever the – uh, related it was to a medical the, consultant on set. Uh-huh. You know, th- I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I guess that's interesting, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, and I did, like, uh, there was, like, some, like, like some other references, uh, you know, because they were trying to do, they were, I guess her her name ends up being Dr. Bates, and he and Batman's like she sold, you know, a motel to uh, get uh, the financing for all this. So they, you know, they're doing a little. Oh, maybe the person she sold it to her cousin Norman. It, ow, ow! It could have been. I don't think so, but I definitely think it's a reference to it. They've referenced Bates before, so clearly somebody on the on the uh, crew loves fucking Psycho. I think it was just trying to be silly. No, they mentioned Bates multiple times now. Uh, well, I like how they always do like the l- little kid, or like the kids are the one that notice like the the weirdness going on. And the adults are like, just ignore it, you know, don't pay attention. We're, we're... I think that's accurate as fuck. And uh, so I thought that was fun. And so the little kids like, mommy, mommy, look at the the scary lady. They're just yeah. Like, think about that. Like, okay, how many times I, I you've traveled enough? You've done you know public transportation and you, you get you get on buses you get on trains you get on fucking subway cars I make eye and contact with everybody you don't look at anyone <laughs> no one looks at anybody contact. so someone could easily be melting in the fucking corner and like you don't fucking care because you're like it's not like what you're listening to on your headphones or what's on your computer or what's on your iphone 
But some child is probably like bored out of their fucking mind. They're not allowed to touch mommy's iPhone because they dropped it earlier and cracked the screen. So they're just standing there. They're just like, oh, I'm bored. What the fuck is that lady doing? Is she melting? <laughs> you know, like a kid would a kid would notice oh, that. I also thought that that animation is so fucked up. It was scary. And like my kids were got real quiet watching that scene uh-huh. because they literally were shocked watching that lady <laughs> melt. But it looked awesome. And then it fucking her voice, like you know, is not her voice at all. In that moment, it's all Ron Perlman just laughing. Oh yeah, it's great. As he He's slams great. his head into the fucking window. That would be fun to be in that recording room, you know, for Rod Perlman just, like, going off. Just scream, Stella! Stella! That's different. That's later. That's not that. He didn't do that right then when he jumped out of the train. Just the the whole thing. Oh, oh, yeah. You mean, like, that day when he came in? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Seriously. It was just a one-day recording. Dude. And he wasn't even big then. I mean, this is, like, this is, like, him just doing bit roles and, like, whatever. Mm. And, like, yeah, like, they probably knew they had someone great. But they didn't realize they were going to have Ron Perlman, who would end up being, like, Ron Perlman. I mean, maybe Ron Perlman isn't the It was after his uh, Beauty and the Beast and stuff. Oh, so maybe that's where his fame was enough to be able to get him on the show. I think so. Oh, that makes sense. It was That was show was kind of big in that sort of world, in that uh, geek, whatever. Well, it's know. fucking, like, two acts, and it's two great fight sequences, with essentially Clayface having to jump out a window to survive to get the fuck away from Batman and it leads to our third fight sequence right our third like you know clash of titans between Clayface and Batman at the laboratory I just love it that this 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 episode is so perfectly three acts and then just before Matt Hagen is cured I guess oh yeah cured forever Batman just turns off the fucking computer. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked like, up. Like, I don't understand. It's like we stole it, but at that point, like, just let him get healed or something. I don't know. It, yeah. It seemed like – and wasn't that his uh, chemical from was – it, it was from Wayne Tech, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it was the MP40 from, uh, like, he, Wayne Biomedical whatever laboratory. That he was developing. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, this was uh, very intense when, when, when he gets pissed off and just sucks Batman inside uh, his body and Batman's trying to escape. It, it was uh, very Yeah, cool. but, but, but before that, before that, you know, when, when fucking literally Clayface is, like, you know, yelling Stella, Stella, like, Batman turns off the computer and Stella freaks the fuck out and she just goes, No! Yeah. And then she charges at Batman, and he dodges out of the way. And what does she do? She, like, destroys all the formula. <laughs> Everything is destroyed by her because they're clumsy ass and they're freak out rather than, like, maybe being a little bit smarter. But, yeah, and then Clayface, of course, is, like, freaks the fuck out, too. And then, he, yes, as you mentioned, Steve, fucking sucks Batman in, suffocates him, smothers his ass. And it's fucking kind of scary. And you get, like, Batman coming out of his body like the alien kind of almost. But he's not able to break through the surface area of the clay. So what does he do? Headshot. Fires the bat grappling hook through badass. fucking Clayface's head. That's a really fucking violent image. It, it was. I know. I was surprised <laughs> that you watched this with the kids. Dude, my but, kids watch uh, Saving Private Ryan. They love it. Um, So that that's <laughs> fucked up. And then... You know, we get, like, a, I guess a, another, like, slight electrical fire. And then they go outside in the rain. And wow. we get a fucking cliffhanger 
ending, like a legit cliffhanger ending, which I love. Anytime I get legit cliffhanger endings, I'm so fucking happy. Whether he's uh, lived or died? No, I mean like literally hanging on a cliff. I love that shit. Mm. I love stories that end on cliffs. I Every single time I played with toys as a kid, uh-huh. it Someone ended was <laughs> on the cliffs. Yeah, oh, yeah. So when I saw The Good Son as uh-huh. a kid in theaters, I was like, this is intense. Who's she going to keep? Elijah or Macaulay? They both got cool names. And they were both super cool kids at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then so fucking Clayface in this one and Batman both fall off the cliff. Batman saves his ass. Clayface grabs onto Batman, but because of, I guess, what? The fact that he's simply just in the rain, he can't hold together, and he just falls apart and falls to his quote-unquote death. Mm-hmm. Steve, is Clayface dead? No. Does he come back? I don't recall if he ever comes back, honestly. Uh, they bring him back much later, but like not really, I don't know, in... Oh, that's right. He's in Holiday Nights. I remember now. That's right. He is in Holiday Nights, so he does come back in like season three of this show. But, um, yeah, and I think that they like have if, – if you take some of the continuity of it being an animated universe, they use him again in some other, you know, Justice League or – one of those other ones. Justice League Unlimited? I'm not sure. Because is he in Batman Beyond? Because I've never saw that. Um, I don't know. I could fu- I could look into it. Yeah, it's, okay. I know he's definitely in Holiday Nights. It's like it's he's like the middle story for um, Batgirl. And uh, he starts off as a whole bunch of different orphans that all kind of were little clay faces that all kind of combine. Yeah, he's in Holiday Nights. Uh... Growing Pains, which is another new Batman Adventures, and then Justice League Secret Society. Okay. But not Batman Beyond. Interesting. Well, it, Batman Beyond didn't really have the villains from the show. The only villains that came Joker over I thought Joker was in Batman Beyond. Yeah, that was like a movie thing. But, yeah, but most of the villains weren't – it was like new stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, what do you give this episode? I give it five out of five boys. I give it five out of five as well. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really it's it's great storytelling. It's very fast paced. Um, it has three incredible action set pieces and incredible animation. Again, the ending when after he falls and he falls into the ocean, and you watch him dissolve, like into the ocean. Like that's fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's so hardcore. It's sad. And it's a really sad story. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt Hagen doesn't get anything out of this in the end. It was fucked up that Batman didn't let him finish his process. Well, that's the thing, too, about this whole story. This story wasn't, like, a revenge tale or, uh, you know, uh, uh, a heist story. I mean, it was kind of heisty, but it wasn't heist in the sense of, like, you know, this will be the last score, and then we'll be off to the, the Caribbeans. This was, like... He just wants to get this shit so he can live because he's falling apart mm-hmm. and and it doesn't happen. It's but fucking he's sad. he's stealing it. He's, he's stealing it. He's Robin Hooding it in a way, yeah. He should have just it. gone to Batman to begin with. He was offering his help, but he wasn't. He didn't do it. So Batman was like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to take it Would you trust dead. Batman? Would you trust him? I'd trust Batman. I need some more pills, dude. Fucking my head is killing me right now. Hang on a second. Sorry. One second. Batman's like... 
not calling him Clayface. If he started calling him Clayface to oh, his face, I'd be like, all right, that, that's it. Everything. The trust is over. But because he kept calling him, uh, you know, Hagen and trying to reason with him as a person. Sorry I about that. I would have trusted Drive him. Drive safe. That's all I got to say. Drive safe, Cool Boy Nation. It is killing me, man. And, and I, I'm actually a little worried because I think my refills are over soon. <laughs> and I fucking need this shit. All right. So, uh, great bad stuff. Yeah, great bad stuff. All right. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy bat nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of mudslide. That's at Batman and Beyond Cool Boys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy bat nation until next time it's bysies from ballard and bysies from steven so cool batman and beyond oh yeah batman and beyond